Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of January 19th. We welcome New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestler Lance Hoyt on the program to talk about New Japan's Pro Wrestling's, I want to say debut, here in South Florida at the Pem- in Pembroke Pines at the Charles F. Dodge uh, Theater. It's a great, great venue, very beautifully set up. I've had many shows out there for Titan FC. And now it's going to be home to New Japan Pro Wrestling. This and a whole lot more coming up next on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go fly. Econ, we're going fly. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, everyone, thanks so very much. Today, uh, as we record this program, we are observing Martin Luther King Jr., a man. Who, stir, who stood for equality, uh, who had a dream, and today we live that dream to a certain point. Of course, we still have some issues uh, where some individuals are just not treating everyone as they should. But nonetheless, I think slowly but surely we are making a better progression when it comes to that. We have to treat each other very well, no matter the color or your belief or what you look like, whatever the heck it is. Just respect the person for who they are. Everyone here in this world has something exciting and great to offer to the world and humanity. And listen, let's just respect each other. And I think that that's what MLK stood for. So in observance of Martin Luther King Jr., we remember the great MLK right here on The Roman Show. Well, let's kick things into gear, everyone. Uh, I want to give a little special thanks to Fight Back CBD. I have, I'm telling you, I've been taking this stuff for about... I don't know, two months, and with my training, I feel so good. I definitely feel the recovery effects. There's no doubt in my mind that if I didn't didn't take this, my body wouldn't be reacting the way it is right now, always beat up, broken down. Listen, I'm headed to my 40s, okay, my 40s. Nonetheless, I'm doing stuff that guys are in their 20s can't even do, but with age, comes a little bit of slow process when it comes to recovery and I am taking fight back CBD and it's definitely helping me out overcome that so head on over to fight back CBD on Instagram follow that and purchase the product you'll thank me later so right is the product that is helping my back every single day I use this thing it looks very 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 simple complex plastic little thing it almost looks like the back of a camel and with two humps, but it's the best thing ever. I advise anyone who trains or exercises to use it after their training to remove some of those knots to loosen up your back if you sit down all day at the office. And I have to tell you, I've seen a major difference. I just ran a 5K, uh, pretty pretty impressive run uh, time, I, I would say for me, in less than 30 minutes. 
And right after, as soon as I was done, I came over here and used the sole right. And I didn't feel that tightness in my hip uh, or in my lower back. I felt brand new. And that's thanks to sole right. So check them out. PSO-RITE.com is the website to purchase your sole right. Or head on over to the romanshow.com on the right side. Click on the image and purchase it away. And support for the Roman Show comes from Manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And listen, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. You're not going to get any of those weird little cuts down there. And that is thanks to Manscaped. Always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off plus free shipping Using the Roman Show code, that's the Roman Show at manscaped.com right now. And to keep your boys fresh, use a little bit of ball wash. That's ball wash. I'm telling you, Valentine's is around the corner. Before you go ahead and do your little thing there, make sure your boys are smelling fresh and clean. Head on over to ballwash.com, purchase your Soap right now as we speak or hand it over to the RomanShow.com. Use the promo code RomanShow and get a percentage off your purchase of ball wash. All right, folks, let's kick into gear and let's talk some pro wrestling on Reality Check. So Mark Henry, former WWE wrestler or WWE Hall of Famer, said that there are many people in the WWE locker room that will beat the crap out of Conor McGregor. He definitely has it uh, for Conor here. Not a fan after Conor said that he would slap everyone in the locker room of the WWE and then some. But Henry says that there is definitely someone there in the back that would destroy him. Now, Mark Henry, with all due respect... I appreciate and, and respect what you've done in the professional wrestling. Uh, heck, I even respect what you do. Busted open radio. I, I I don't know. I think Connor Connor could bring it to anyone in the WWE locker room. I know you mentioned Braun Strowman. I know he's big, and I know that Connor McGregor he was weighing 170, barely probably made it. Nonetheless, I've seen training videos of Connor and the Mountain, uh, who was part of the that 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 show. Um, why can't it escape my mind right now? Game of Thrones. And that's a big dude. Just like Braun Strowman. And you know what they say. The harder they, the taller they are, the harder they fall. And Conor McGregor is fast and quick and strong. So if he lays one of those things very quickly. I don't know. I would love to get everyone's opinion here on the Roman show. 
if indeed if there's anyone out there can that can compete with conor mcgregor then the wwe locker room now i will give some credit to chad gable who's a professional wrestler that's no, sorry not a professional wrestler, a amateur wrestler um it's part of the the I believe the alternates for the Olympic team, and Shelton Benjamin, another guy that's phenomenal, has phenomenal training. Those guys could definitely bring it, but to go toe to toe in an MMA fight with Conor McGregor, and I'm not saying Conor McGregor is the best. No, he's not the BMF. He's not the best out there by by any means, but. Connor can bring it. I, I I know he's he's not that tall. I know that he's he's a buck seventy, buck fifty maybe. But the guy hits hard as hell, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, about Connor's fight against Donald Taroni in just a few here on the Roman Shoner segment that we like to talk about mixed martial arts, the showdown. I'd love to get your opinions. Shoot me an email, info at theromanshow.com. Is there anyone in the WWE locker room that can bring it to Conor McGregor? Please say some names. We'll share here on our uh, social media accounts. Listen, AEW made its debut in South Florida last week. I have to say I was there. It was a great experience. Really reminded me of the ECW days where everyone inside that building was into it. There was not one person in that building that was sitting down on their phone, falling asleep. Everyone there enjoyed it. They were screaming on their feet, whether it be the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega or whoever is. And I'm not just saying this because I got a, a credential. No, 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 no. I'm telling you because I'm experienced. I went there not just only as a professional journalist, but also as a fan. And I have to tell you, I sat back looked at the crowd and how engaged they were. And I'm not a big fan of this flippity floppity video game wrestling. I'm really not. I, I respect it to what it is. A little bit of chain wrestling is okay with me, but don't overdo it. But man, everyone was into this thing. Every single wrestling fan that was inside that building or the Wasco Center was on their feet enjoying every single second. And they even knew the guys that many don't know. I'm talking about like Orange Cassidy, which I'm really not a fan of, but he got one of the biggest pop. And all he did was just go inside the ring and, and join in in a group uh, uh, plex. And he was over. And then to see Diamond Dallas Page return to the pro wrestling ring at freaking 60-something years old, taking a dive from the top. That's pretty impressive stuff, by the way, DDP. I definitely want to be like you when I grow up. But to those who have some doubts about AEW and the product, <laughs> well, have no doubts no more because they signed a deal with uh, Turner uh, for until 2023. In fact, uh, the folks out there behind TNT said that they have um, over overwhelmingly exceeded their expectations. So AEW is not going anywhere anywhere. Listen, that's awesome. It's better for us wrestling fans. We're going to have more wrestling. We're going to have better wrestling because when there's competition, then we have a good product from the WWE and everyone else. And for the first time, as far as I'm concerned, they're going to be doing a live show on the freaking beach. So Bash at the Beach is really now Bash at, at the actual ocean. You know, they're going to be on the Jericho Cruise. They're going to be going live this Wednesday wrestling on a cruise bash the boat i guess you want to call it 
Looking forward to that this Wednesday. Hey, kudos to AEW. We'd love to have you here. Contrary to all those images that no one, no one sells out the thing. Listen, I can't tell you how many people paid or not. But I will tell you this. It's all about perception. And I was impressed because that building was packed. Maybe one section wasn't because they had to put in the cameras and so forth. But the rest was packed. Okay? And I don't care they were giving away comps or whatever, but perception is everything. And that place was jam-packed. Traffic was a freaking nightmare getting in there. I left a little early to avoid that, but I'm sure that traffic going out was probably twice as worse. And that's a good thing. That just shows you that fans stayed there until the end of the, of the show to watch all of the action and come on and see the elite come on and, and, and talk. So kudos to AEW. Hope to see you here one more time later this year or next. Come back again, please, will you? The Royal Rumble is this weekend. Uh, of course, one of the most moments that we appreciate the most about the Rumble is those surprises. Who's it going to be? Some rumors have Edge coming back. Booker T maybe since it is in Texas, his hometown. Listen, all I know is that they should really be focusing on guys like the NXT guys. And I'll tell you why. It's going to put them over. They're already over. They're on the USA Network. They knew who they are. And this is just going to add more eyes on NXT guys and girls. Remember, they're, they're at a war here with AEW, whether you like it or not. There's two products, and they, they, they're both fighting for that demographic. So come on. Give me some NXT guys. Some guys that are really going to be some do some exp impressive things. And every now and then, some old guys will be cool too. The edges and the broken tees will be all right. But how cool will it be if CM Punk were to come out? Wishful thinking. Listen, New Japan Pro Wrestling will be making its debut in the city of Pembroke Pines January 30th. Yes, that is next week. The weekend of the Super Bowl. And oh boy, am I excited for this one. New Japan Pro Wrestling for the first time ever comes to Pembroke, Pembroke Pines. All you have to do is just get on uh, the turnpike and you are there. And this man right here, Lance Hoyt, joins us on the program, will be part of this action. Oh, man, the names as part of this card is impressive. People that you see or you've heard of, you're actually going to be able to see them for the very first time. Here, in your own backyard, there is no reason why you should miss this event. Now, the casual fan that just watches WWE, if you've never heard of New York, Japan, I'm not insulting you, that's okay, but come through. You will see a huge difference. Heck, the ones that were out at AEW come through because maybe you're just an AEW fan. I don't know. Whatever it may be, I can tell you that New Japan Pro Wrestling is a whole different ballgame. And they're not giving you any, uh, you know, guys that you've never heard of. No, you've heard some of these guys. TJP, we know him. TJ Perkins, MLW, used to be in the WWE. He'll be in action. Okay? Lance Hoyt will be in action. And he is taking on Alex Zane. This guy is freaking awesome. Both of them are. Jeff Cobb, we've seen him in Ring of Honor. Ricky Morton. I mean, this is the Rock and Roll Express, for God's sake. We know them. Cole Cabana. Former WWE guy, has been in ROH and other uh, promotions as well. Juice Robinson used to be in NXT, now has made himself a name over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Toma Tonga, 
Tangaloa, and then these two guys, Kora Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Woo-wee! That's January 30th at the Charles F. Dodge City Center in Pembroke Pines, Florida. If you don't go, if you're a wrestling fan, and I don't, you don't have to be a WD, just a pro wrestling fan, shame on you if you skip this one. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show, and what a pleasure we have to have this guest on the line. And I'm going to introduce him in just a few seconds, but listen, Super Bowl weekend is here in South Florida. We have everything and anything that you can imagine. Of course, the big game Sunday, but we also have New Japan Pro Wrestling coming to town. When I heard this, man, I jumped off on my feet, my seat at the Charles F. Dodge City Center at Pembroke Pines, Florida. That's on Thursday, January 30th, 2020. New Japan Pro Wrestling for the first time, as far as my, my collection here in, in South Florida, they come. It's the tour of the New Beginning USA. And on the line, we have former IWGP US Champion, Mr. Lance Hoyt on the program. Lance, thanks so much for your time and joining us, man. No problem. Thank you for having me on. Well, you know, when I, when I first heard this, this was so awesome that New Japan is coming here. I've been to Japan many times, and I try to sneak in a show every now and then. I know you guys are traveling everywhere, uh, but to come here in, in, in our own backyard, in my backyard, that is absolutely awesome. That evening, you are actually, uh, they have a, the, 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 the scheduled matches, which you can find on the website uh, as right. we speak. But you're taking on Alex Zane uh, in a 30-minute yep. uh, match. And it's the fifth match there of the bill. But Lance, this this is awesome. You know, New Japan Pro Wrestling is hitting the South. Yeah, man. I mean, it's part of the global expansion that New Japan's doing. You know, these are smaller events. You know, some people have kind of had their issues with the card and whatnot. But I don't see how you have an issue when you have like guys like Tanahashi and Ibushi. And, uh, I mean, Nagata and Yoshashi. Uh, just to name a few of the guys that are from Japan. You know, I know last year's New Beginning Tour didn't really have a good taste in people's mouths for the fact that, you know, we were dealing with the visa issues and the government shut down a lot of craziness. Um, this year, they'll get a, a crew of guys, you know, coming over from Japan, plus the all top-notch talent that's coming over, or excuse me, that lives in the States. You know, you got myself and uh, Chase Owens and Jeff Cobb and Alex Zane, like you just mentioned. You know, and there's going to be a lot of amazing matches that are going to happen on the cards every night. Yeah, Tanahashi, Tamatongo. I mean, the list goes on and on. This yeah, is a great yeah, opportunity. going to have a, a tag title defense on the tour, so... This is, I mean, again, if you if you are a New Japan Pro Wrestling, I mean, this might this might be, be even be the only time that you might see them here in South Florida. So I advise that you get your tickets uh, available right now. And by the way, congratulations on the match you have with John Maxley uh, over at Wrestle Kingdom. I gotta ask you, how did you feel after? Because it looked brutal, man. It's not really a congratulations. I didn't win, man. <laughs> but it was a great match overall. So I'm congratulating. Congratulations, <laughs> a good match. How did you? It was brutal, Congratulations man. Congratulations <laughs> on a good match, not not the match because it wasn't. Good. Yeah, <laughs> the outcome wasn't any good. But yeah, well, it definitely was. It was 
it was a cool, unique experience for myself. You know, I've been lucky enough to been with New Japan for the last eight and a half years. Uh, that was my sixth Wrestle Kingdom. I've, I've done title matches before Wrestle Kingdom, but they were always tag title matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killer Elite Squad with Davey Boy Smith Jr. Um, but the, so this was my first singles match at the Dome's first singles title match at the Dome. So it was a really cool, special moment and getting to work with John, who's probably one of the most on fire guys in all the business today. And, you know, we had ourselves a little Texas death match, which was a very different match than anything else that was presented on either of the two days uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. So it was, it was a lot of fun getting to go out there and just tear each other up and do what we did. You know, it would have been, it would have been more fun had I won and still been the U.S. champion, but it is what it is. Yeah, no, and, and I said, I don't know how the, how the heck you're walking around the next day after that because it was brutal for you and John. Uh, right. but, but congrats there on, on uh, you know, having that IWGP U.S. Championship. You did a good run. Your, your thoughts on the run that you had? Uh, too short, but, uh, but good nonetheless. You know, I had a, one title defense, uh, successful title defense, and it was actually in the U.S. Uh, I beat uh, the returning David Finley. Um, you know, but it, it was fun being the U.S. champion for a little bit, even though the circumstances were kind of, you know, uh, under a little bit of question with the whole typhoon situation back in October. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that it, it is what it is. That's wrestling, you know, and New Japan promotes a title match, and they're going to have a title match. And the fact that John couldn't make it back in October, you know, that wasn't anybody's fault, and they were going to have a title match. And I was, uh, I was the fortunate one because I got put in the match, and I won the match, and I became the champion. So, you know, it was a cool experience. Again, you know, after eight and a half years with New Japan, primarily being a tag team specialist there, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and for my first real singles run, you know, the 2019 has been a, an interesting year, to say the least. You know, and for the first time, and back on the subject of Wrestle Kingdom, for the first time, Wrestle Kingdom, it's known for having a, a very lengthy show. This is the first time they split it up in two days. This right. is so good. You don't have to sit there and watch an entire show for hours. Uh, right. That, 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 that is absolutely awesome. And your thoughts on that? And, and then for the wrestlers, too, because some of you guys, you wrestle one match, and then you come back again and then in another match. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't have to wrestle the second night. Uh, you know, John worked the second night. He worked with uh, Juice, and Juice worked two nights in a row. Won the tag title matches, the, uh, the, tag title, the tag titles the first night, and then, you know, had to wrestle uh, John the second night. So some guys had two nights. Some guys only had one night. But for the fans, I think it was ultimately – a huge experience, you know, there was um, over 40 plus thousand paid, that's not to mention all the people that were, you know, invited <laughs> to the show and whatnot, like, like one of the other companies that counts people that, you know, are serving hot dogs in the building, we, right. we had over 40,000 paid, which was one of the biggest paid uh, Wrestle Kingdoms that's ever existed the first night, and there was over 30,000 paid the second night, so I think in to- total it was probably about 75,000 people over two days that came and watched Wrestle Kingdom, some of the best wrestling in all the world. Yeah, and there's no doubt about that. Now, how important is it to have a Moxie or Jericho part of New Japan? I know, of course, they're here part of the United States of another company, but how important is it for New Japan and, and for you yourself, who's part of this company uh, over uh, over in, uh, in the land of the rising sun that's trying to expand? Right, I, and I don't think you should look at it like it's important to have them. It is, it's important to have all the talent that are a part of the shows. New Japan is... Uh, doing the best business it's ever done. You know, there was a time when a bunch of guys left the company and, and people were like, oh, these guys are leaving. But, you know, the way New Japan runs their business and everything that's going on, especially in Japan, I know it's not really seen because it's in Japan. You know, the hardcore fans watch New right. Japan World and they see the shows 
um, you know, and the American fans that are going to come out and watch the shows this coming weekend, it's a little bit of a different experience. But to understand, you know, what New Japan's doing, you have to understand that their business is very strong. So having Jericho and having Moxley a part of those shows is, is a very cool and big thing, but it doesn't make or break the show. Um, and I think that's the misconception I think that some people have with what New Japan's doing, especially what they're doing in Japan right now. Um, those guys being on the show absolutely add to the show. They make it a better show. The guys absolutely wanted to be there and be a part of that. You know, Jericho's been a part of several now at this point. This was Moxley's first and whatnot. Um, but this show, uh, I think the, the crowd that we drew was going to be coming regardless if those two gentlemen had been there or not. Um, and that's not knocking them or anything in the world of professional wrestling. I'm just simply saying that New Japan is doing so well at producing such a strong show with all the talent they've had that um, you know it was going to do those numbers regardless of if Yoshihashi was wrestling. And there's no offense to Yoshihashi because I got a match with him in Tampa. Mm-hmm. You know, if he was wrestling in the main event because of the way New Japan produces their show, mm-hmm. uh, the fans are enjoying every second of it. And I think that's a huge thing to pay attention to is what they're doing over there, especially in Japan. And now they're expanding across the world. Now, here in the States, you know, the wrestlers, they travel from state to state, city to city. You're traveling from a country to another country. How do you handle the jet lag, man? I see some of your workouts there. You find time to do it. How do you do it? Uh, you just make that choice, man. I mean, it, it's it's definitely hard, you know, especially once you get there. And, you know, you've been awake since 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning because your body clock just tells you you're supposed to be up. Sometimes that's the whole point. You're just like, all right, I'm up. I'm going. Uh, I have an anytime fitness membership, which you can use anywhere in the world, anytime. Hmm. And luckily there are in Japan. So, you know, I'll be up at three, four o'clock in the morning. And I know breakfast starts at six thirty, So I'll run to the gym at five and then go straight to breakfast after that. And then I'll go take a nap after that. So it's kind of just getting it in where you can, and, you know, making sure as soon as you get off the plane, go straight to the gym, don't lay down, and get off the bus, you go straight to the gym, you know, cause once you sit down and relax, that's when it gets bad and it'll get, that's when it gets hard. If you just go and do it and get it over with, I think that's the key point to, to getting those workouts in, which are important to keeping your body strong, keeping your mind focused, uh, and keep moving forward. You know, there's a story that just recently came out. Keith Lee, you know him very well. Um, he was in a recent podcast, and he mentioned that, um, that, that that you were the one that said, hey, keep an eye on this guy. This guy's going to be something. Um, t- tell me a little bit about that story, if you can, if you will. And uh, have, have you guys... You know, still follow each other, talk to each other, follow each other's career. Yeah, Keith's somebody. You know, I've I've, I've known Keith and wrestled with Keith for you know fifteen plus years. You know, he was out of Texas, and we worked together at a small company in Dallas, Texas, called PCW Professional Championship Wrestling, and all over Texas for many years. You know, he he had times in and out of the business, and he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. He always asked for advice. He was always trying to move himself forward. Um, you know, and he he got into the time of this business where you know the independent wrestling scene around the world has kind of exploded and it's it's more visible than it's ever been before and you've got some of these super indies as they call them you know that have a lot of attention being paid to them um and a lot of the guys that are going through these places are getting noticed by the bigger companies and keith was one of those guys like he caught that wave and he was hitting some of these bigger better independent companies around the country around the world um and people started paying attention you know and then he got himself into nxt they they noticed him they saw him and they paid attention they got him in there and you know i'm really happy for him and i even messaged him right after survivor series you know the fact that he was able to go down to the wire toe-to-toe with roman reigns he was able to eliminate seth rollins himself and 
do those things, which are such huge things, and he's you know a big component to what NXT is and what NXT is doing and what NXT will do in the future because you know NXT has become its own brand in essence rather than just being a developmental territory like when I was there and when it first started. And, um, so you know what he's doing and what he's able to do and what he probably will be able to do from you know the, the attention that's being paid to him by the big wigs up there at that company. Um, he's definitely somebody to watch, and it's a lot of fun to watch. He's a big-ass dude that can do some really cool stuff. Yeah, seriously. Now, when you were there, did you ever think that we would be where we are today, where NXT would be on the USA Network competing against another company? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's one of the things that it, it's good for the business. It's good for NXT. I think, you know, the way when when I was there with the company and they first stopped the ECW product and started mm-hmm. NXT, the idea behind it, you know, with the whole reality show competition thing was cool, but it just, it wasn't something that truly translated to the wrestling fans. Um, and then when they started doing NXT more of its own show, you know, its own product, I think it's kind of what it always should have been. And then obviously it was on, uh, or excuse me, WWE Network and, you know, had its own platform and got its own cult following, you know, and, and the bigger shows, the, the takeovers were really a cool experience for the fans and the wrestlers alike. And then I think it was just a natural trend. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trend, not transgression. Uh, transition? Transition. There you go. I was almost close. <laughs> natural transition from, you know, where it was to where it was going to ultimately be. And, you know, with the, the numbers that WWE runs and then the, the product that it produces both on USA and Fox Network, like I said, I think it was just a natural transition from just being a network show into being an actual television show. You know, and I, I think it's a, it's good for the business. It's good for the boys and girls. It's good for everything and everyone that's involved in wrestling right now. Lance, is there anyone out there that you would like to wrestle that you haven't had the chance to do so? Maybe we're gonna do you're gonna do it now right here on on tour uh, uh, in the South. Uh, anyone that you're particularly looking forward to wrestling that, or maybe you want to do it all over again that you really look working with that person. Man, there's so many talents out there that have you know, like I said, the wrestling world has just exploded from the independents to the major companies to what's on TV to around the world. Everything you know, there's just so many amazing talents out there from you know your, your cruiserweight types to your full heavyweights and whatnot um you know guys that have been in wwe that have recently been released Brody lee somebody that i think he and i could tear it up you got guys like in uh, uh aw like luchasaurus that you know would be awesome to yeah. step in the ring with guys you no know, guys like cody rhodes you know we used to kind of share a a similar name is the American Nightmare. I was the American Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the stories that he and I could tell would be amazing and cool. I mean, you know, it, it, New Japan, I've been lucky enough to work with pretty much everybody at, a, at different times and different levels, but obviously we have guys that are now in championship pitchers. And, you know, I've wrestled Naito many times, but now Naito's a double champion. I'd like to step in the ring with Naito in a championship match, you know, and things like that. So I mean, it's hard to narrow it down to just one or two guys. You know, Alex Zane's the guy that I'm wrestling in Miami. He's a kid who's, again, he's like like Keith Lee has kind of just exploded onto the independent wrestling scene. He's popping up everywhere. He's a part of all these different shows. Like, he's on this tour for New Japan. Um, you know, he's, he's a big star with GCW. I've wrestled him before at Warrior Wrestling in Chicago. He's he's everywhere, man. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's under contract with somebody before too long, because he's one of those kids that's really blowing up. You know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to dash his dreams a little bit in Miami, but you know, it, it is what it is. You know, with the Olympics taking place in Tokyo this year, 
I don't understand the escapism right now. Maybe you know Ito, maybe uh, I can't remember his name, but one of you guys is going to be part of the whole summer uh, summer Olympic uh, ceremony. Has there been talks of you guys? Of course, it's not going to be part of the Olympics, but maybe working together, having a show uh, to coincide with the, with the Olympics. Uh, this is this is a big deal for Japan, of course. We're all getting ready for it. Right. You know, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Okada's supposed to carry right. the torch. Um, I think Okada's put it out there that he'd like something sim- like you're talking about, like some kind of mega super event that's kind of centered around the Olympics for the Olympic fan base because wrestling is such a huge part of Japanese culture and whatnot. Um, you know, New Japan is taking the normal G1 time off during the Olympics right. and pushing it back into, you know, the fall season next year. Um, so, you know, I think it's one of those possibilities that, you know, with the amount of worldly people that are coming over, the world popularity that New Japan has carried, uh, the torchbearer that is going to be Okada, you know, is, is highly popular in all of Japan. So something like that, I think, is very possible. But, you know, it's probably still just in the talks at this point. And again, I want to thank you for your time. Again, I invite everyone, uh, January 30th, Miami, Florida. Well, actually, it's in Pembroke Pines, Florida, at the Charles F. Dodge City Center. It's a beautiful venue. Been there many times. I've actually worked at, uh, at that venue. But, Lance, what are we going to get that night for your casual fan, the guy that probably just goes to a Monday Night Raw because that's all they know? What are they going to anticipate when they go to a New Japan Pro Wrestling show? Man, if we can actually get those casual fans, you know, that's that's the hard part is getting those people who don't know the product. Um, but if they actually come and watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, even though, like I said, these are just kind of live events, they're not, you know, bigger TV shows or, you know, like the G1 we did in the da- Dallas area this last year. Um, but what they're going to get is some very straightforward pure pro wrestling, some of the best pure pro wrestling in all of pro wrestling all over the world. You know, whereas if you go to, you know, and I'm not knocking it, but if you go to a Raw or SmackDown and that product and that's all you know, um, you're going to an entertaining show. You're going to see, you know, weddings and divorces and <laughs> whatever else that's going on in the product at the time. Whereas, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling is very centered around the fights and, you know, who's fighting who and for what title and for what reason. And, you know, I don't know what the main event is, if it's going to be like an elimination match or not, but, you know, you're going to have a lot of great matches. Like I said, it's just very straightforward. We're very much about the sport. It's very centered around that. And I think if you come and watch it and you like pro wrestling, you're going to get a lot. You're going to get more of your feel of pro wrestling than you ever could imagine. You know, and I'd like to add to that, Lance. Uh, you know, I, I've experienced uh, pro wrestling in Japan and here in the States and in other countries. But when you guys go in there, you really have the real fight feeling. Like someone's just going to knock someone on, on, on their head. You know, and that's that's what I feel when you guys when you enter into a New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's not like you said; it's not about the divorces or you know splashing Pepsi on someone's face. It's about the realism and and, and the sporting aspect to it. That afterwards you do a little scrum and talk about your match. So I think everyone listening out here tonight, uh, you're gonna see the big game on Sunday here, the Super Bowl. Well, you're gonna see something huge uh, on Thursday, the the thirtieth in uh, Pembroke Pines, and I invite everyone to come out and enjoy this great event of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I, again, I don't remember the last time they were here in Miami. I don't think they've been to Miami, uh, but this might be the first and only, so let's make it happen, and let's get them back here again, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Lance, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Anything else you want to add? No, man, I just appreciate the fans. and hope you'll come out and enjoy the show. You know, Give me a follow, Lance Hoyt, uh, Twitter, at Lance Hoyt. Uh, Lance underscore Hoyt on Instagram and uh, Facebook's under Lance Hoyt as well. So ch- check me out, hit me up, say something cool. I'll respond back to you. If you say something dumb, I'll just ignore you. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Well, thanks, Lance, for joining us on the program. Get your tickets available right now. Head on over to njpw1972.com to find out how to get your tickets for the New Beginning USA New Japan Pro Wrestling Tour visiting South Florida. Bell time is at 8 p.m. You will not miss that. Trust me. And if you do, shame on you. And we'd love to talk about it here in the program. Why you decided not to. And if you went, well, we'd like to have you in the show either way and tell me what match you like the best. Conor McGregor defeated Donald Cerrone in less than a minute using that powerful shoulder. Busted his nose, followed with a kick, and that's all she wrote. Many people, including Stephen A. Smith of ESPN, bashed Donald Cerrone, said, saying that he took a nosedive. He took the paycheck. Listen, dude. And this is one thing that's upsetting because this guy has followed football and all this crap. He doesn't know about mixed martial arts. Maybe he knows a little bit of boxing. If it's one thing about mixed martial arts, unless you stand there and literally not move and just take a whole bunch of punches and kicks, you took it. But Cerrone tried to fight with him. It's not like if he didn't. He was in the clinch, and all Connor did was use that pull to use that shoulder, busted his nose, which caught down Cerrone in a little bit confusion, followed it up with a kick. Ironically enough, that's how Donald Cerrone has most of his knockouts. And boom, that's all she wrote. So shame on you, Stephen A. Smith, for thinking that Donald Cerrone took a bullet just for the sake of, Con- uh, of Conor McGregor and the UFC. No, my friend, this is an actual fight, and the better man won. And I'm not telling you that I'm a big Conor fan. I'm not. But I am a fan of the damn sport, and I have respect for it. And no, no one took a nosedive here. No one went for the check. I think he was making 200 maybe $400,000 for this fight, or maybe two hundred. and if you win, you take a bonus of 200000 Yeah, I don't think he took a bullet for $200,000 uh, bucks there, uh, Stephen A. Smith. So who's next for Conor McGregor? George Masvidal is one of them. Justin Gaethje. But Dana White believes that the next guy to face him should be a rematch between him and Habib Nurmagomedov. He said it makes the most sense because Masvidal doesn't have a title unless you know, include the BMF title. And for Habib's sake, it looks good in his resume. He already beat Conor once. And then Habib will go ahead and take on Tony Ferguson. If he defeats Tony Ferguson and that gets Conor McGregor, according to Dana White, the UFC president, well, this just looks very, very good on his curriculum. And he could be 30 and something and oh, having wins over Conor. And two wins over Connor, and then anywhere else he's defeated. You know, the best of the best. And there's no doubt that Habib is the best in that division right now. Unbeatable. Wrestling is on point. But as a fan, we all know what the end result will be. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that Donald Cerrone was a tomato can. I'm not saying that he was a bum. Listen, he did what he did. But Connor McGregor is not going to pull that again. Or won't do that to Habib Nurmagomedov. Let's face it. I'll tell you, as a fan, as a fan, because rightfully so, I don't think Conor McGregor just defeating Donald Cerrone, he deserves a title shot. And, and contrary to what Dana White said, that that makes sense. Well, why? He, he beat Donald Cerrone, who has been on a losing streak. Why does that give him... An, okay, fine, you moved up to welterweight, but why does that 
give him an opportunity at a title shot. Give me either a, a, a Diaz, okay, the trilogy against Connor. That I'm okay with that. Or give me a fight that I know is going to be fun, and that's George and Justin because they're both going to throw down. Either one of those guys, George, Justin, or Diaz. Either one of these guys can give us an exciting fight first to the buildup and then the actual fight. You see, in my opinion, I think George or Diaz will do the, the fun part with the buildup, and Justin, well, he's going to do the fun part at the actual fight because we all know Justin can take hits and he can give hits. But if Habib does get this fight, he put a price tag already, and that's $100 million. He re he's requesting to get paid if we see a rematch between Conor McGregor and Habib. Let's see if the UFC has that type of money, and we get this fight done. If not, give me Masvidal, Gaethje, or Diaz, and I'm a happy camper. Hey guys, looking uh, forward to making my debut this weekend, this Saturday, January, I forgot my days, 25th uh, at the Fillmore, New Orleans at the Harris, right there by the Mississippi River, and I'll be part of the World Fighting Championship, that's WFC for the first time, I'll be announcing, looking forward to it, oh boy, am I ready, it's going to be chilly. Compared to South Florida, although we are having some cold here for the first time in quite some time. But listen, I'm excited to hit up Bourbon Street. Some drinks. If you're out there at the fights, come find me. We'll have a hurricane. Take a selfie. Take a shot. Because I got to leave early the next day. But nonetheless, I'm looking forward to going to the Fillmore at the Harris Casino part of WFC if you were listening to this again shoot me uh, a message there on social media at Roman DH I want to see you I want to hang out with you take some selfies and let's party it up we got some great fights this weekend Woo -wee. I'm bringing the energy boys get ready for it world fighting championship New Orleans let's get up and let's get loud thanks for tuning in everyone I'll catch you on the Roman Show. And by the way, check us out on our socials, Roman Show Media, on Instagram, uh, and uh, on Facebook, the, at the Roman Show on, on uh, an inter, uh, sorry, I'm getting all my stuff here. The Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media on Instagram and Facebook. And head on over to youtube.com forward slash ourroman0201. We have some brand new interviews. I apologize. We didn't put some interviews prior. It's cool. Listen, we got... An interview with Ricky Martinez, former MLW guy. He talks about why he departed the company. Izzy, Izzy Mania, one of the super fans of the WWE. We talked to her about her future plans and goals. Trevor Eon, a wrestler who's been, well, who did a little uh, tour in Japan. And we get to know a little bit about him. Check those interviews out. Available right now on the YouTube channel.com. We're just head on over to the RomanShow.com. You can always find all of us up there 24-7. Catch you in New Orleans. Big Easy. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Thanks for listening to the Roman Show. Catch you next week, guys. Hey.